This is Radio Live, coming to you live from the Museum of Commerce in the historic Pensacola Village. Support for Radio Live comes from South Market Restaurant and Bar with locations in Pace and downtown Pensacola's historic district, right next to the Museum of Commerce. South Market's open for lunch, dinner, weekend brunch, and before and after Radio Live on the first Thursday of every month. Information is available online at eatsouthmarket.com. Support also comes from the Hilton Pensacola Beach Golf Front which uh, provides accommodations for the Radio Live artists. All right, just a reminder, uh, all of the artists here have music for sale. So if you like what you're hearing and seeing tonight, you can take them home with you tonight, so to speak. And we have a merchandise table over by the door. And please, uh, before you leave tonight, check it out. The artists themselves will be over there. Uh, be glad to autograph things for you as well. So just something else to do tonight to make it a memorable occasion. All right, joining us once again, Tanya Gallagher, and joining her, Brandon Bostick. Thank you again. I was enjoying them so much, I forgot I had to come back up here. <laughs> I've been working on a new album for about two years now, and uh, in this little song, whenever I, whenever I met my producer, uh, met him down in Austin, Texas, and, and we decided to make this record together, and so I came there, and I... I brought him 60 songs, and he said, well, that's too many. So we went through 60 songs in five days and whittled it down to 12. So these are, uh, this is one of those 12s, and it just happens to be my dad's favorite, so I'm playing it for him tonight. It's called Omaha Stoned. the green divide and lay down in your arms and I've thrown good judgment all aside and swallow my pride and show my colors in a way few have ever seen but you could not ignore me but if I say a little bit would you stay just a little bit more I'm not the best at words but I understand these feelings you have for me and we can take back the things we did before it's a little bit bold you're a little bit stoned i'm a little too forward Justify all the reasons why this will mess us up But to me I can see you still holding on to your past It's easy when it's late at night to forget her face And instead see mine But when the morning comes your heart's still in Omaha And I could say a little bit Because I've been there before Oh, you're a little bit stoned, I'm a little too 
the set and swallow my thread and show my colors. But when the morning comes, your heart's still a no little tunes uh, I wrote it as a joke and now it's gonna be on my next album <laughs> so whenever I lived in Vancouver I mean I went from Pensacola where you know the houses have yards and then big streets and then yards and um, and I moved to Vancouver where where the houses are kind of right on top of one another and I never really lived in an environment like that so whenever I looked out my my window I could see clear into the to the neighbor's house and I just happened to live across the street from an exhibitionist <laughs> who was a very fit exhibitionist, I might add. <laughs> so it could have been worse. But, uh, <laughs> but no, so my, uh, my roommates at some point, we all are kind of like, wow, this, uh, who is this? Who is this exhibitionist of ours? Lives across the street from us. Ooh, I've, I've messed this up a little bit. But, uh, Anyhow, at some point, we never knew his name, but I wrote him this song, and let's hope he never hears it. <laughs> he moved before I did, and an older couple moved in, and they got really nice drapes, so. <laughs> so all around, a, a good end to the story. But anyhow, this is for the, uh, for the unknown man in Vancouver who needs to put on some clothes. It's called the Naked Neighbor Song. I have to preface this, because otherwise you just think I'm a really big creep. <laughs> well, there's a man who lives across the street from me. I can see him out my window, plain as I can see the trees. I see him walking around naked as he's watching his TV. Hey, my neighbor, I can see you. Do you see me? Well, hidey ho there, neighbor, how's the day? Well, I often look outside my window and I wonder what I'd say if I passed you on the street. Would I ask, how do you do? I'm pretty sure that you see me, because I see you. Well, I see you. Well, do you see me too? Because each morning I pull up the shade and you are my view, I see you. Outside my window, I see you. Well, I see there that my neighbor 
you're quite strong <laughs> I can't help but notice how you strut around with all the curtains drawn how you turn on every light at night just to enhance my view I'm pretty sure that you see me <laughs> cuz I see you <laughs> well, I see you well, do you see me too well, each morning I pull up the shade and you are my view I see you one more song for you and I just want to say thank you so much for being such a sweet audience and like I said it's it's been a dream of mine for some time to be on this show so I appreciate it and everybody at WWF we really appreciate you you deserve a big round of applause and over here to my good friend Mr. Brandon Bostic <laughs> this next song was actually inspired by something that I heard on the radio I'm an avid NPR listener and, and even in Vancouver I used to tune into WWF and have the uh, the NPR One app on my phone, and so I listen a lot to uh, to a to a radio show called uh, Radio Lab. Big science nerd. So on Radio Lab, uh, they once had a Valentine's Day episode about this bug <laughs> called the Death Watch Beetle, and I was just absolutely fascinated by the story. So the Death Watch Beetle, it's it's born in the wood of old houses, and it hatches. And its whole purpose in life is to procreate. But it's only given about a three-week window to do so. So it's, it's born, it crystallizes for 15 years, and then it has three weeks to go find the love of its life. <laughs> Sounds like the odds are against it. But anyhow, it's born, it's born deaf and blind. And so, so the way that it, is, it finds its love is to tap. So you hear this tapping in the old wood the wood of old houses, and so you got this really ominous name. They thought it was the devil tapping his fingers, like waiting for souls to come over. But whenever really, it's just this poor little guy trying to find love. <laughs> so anyhow, I listened to this podcast, and I was fascinated, and a couple days later, I started writing a song, and then I realized I was writing about a beetle. <laughs> so it's called the Death Watch Beetle. It has a really easy chorus that just goes, uh, ra dum bum 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 
You guys got it? We try it all together? Come on. You guys are beautiful. <laughs> all right. It's all right. This is, this is for all the Beatles in the room. Ready to 
Thank you guys very much, and thanks, Brandon. Sandy Elliger and Brian Bostick. Thank you, guys. You know, every time I have an artist on who grew up in Pensacola, I always hear the same thing. I was I've been listening to Radio Live since I was really little, and I grew up listening to it, and it reminds me that we've been doing the show for 30 years now. So that's... Uh, there are a lot of people who have grown up listening to this show. And those of us who are involved with the show have not changed at all in 30 years. We're exactly the same we've always been. Right. <laughs> the program is Radio Live, coming to you live from the Museum of Commerce here in the historic Pensacola Village. And the program is made possible in part from our friends at the Pensacola Beach Hilton Gulf Front to provide accommodations for our artists, and we certainly appreciate that. And we appreciate our audience. We also appreciate the folks at South Market Restaurant and Bar, with locations in Pace and downtown in Pensacola's historic district, right next to this Museum of Commerce. South Market's open for lunch, dinner, weekend brunch, and before and after Radio Live on the first Thursday of every month. Information is available online at eatsouthmarket.com. Once again, joining us, Corby Linker. Hey guys, cool. Thanks a lot. This, um, real, this is my quick show and tell part of the show. I'll do both uh, show and tell. Uh, I, wrote, I wrote this book. Picture it, radio people. It's a small paperback, slender enough to almost fit in your pocket, but not quite. It's pink, and it has a picture of a stuffed piranha on the cover. Obviously, that was the right choice. And uh, I wrote this book. I, it's a collection of short stories about this guy that drives around the country and plays songs for people and makes bad decisions. And uh, <clears throat> uh, there's a long story about how this came to be. I, I originally self-published it, and it got picked up by a major publisher. And it's um, changed my life quite a bit. Uh, and I am a total book nerd since I was a little kid. One of my earliest childhood memories was uh, being on the road uh, with my family, my parents driving the Ford Escort station wagon there through Alberta on the way to Banff. And uh, my, my dad was driving and my mom was riding shotgun, me and my little brother in the back seat. And she's reading aloud to the family while my dad drove. And the book she was reading was Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, my God. And it gets to the part where old Dan and little Ann throw themselves in front of the mountain lion to save the boy. I can't go any farther than that. I know it's, just, it's too much for all of us. And uh, oh my gosh, my mom, she kind of starts losing it while she's reading, right? And my first response was like being the sensitive four-year-old that I was, was like, mom, God, get it together. We're on a summer vacation. We're trying to have a good time here. She's bringing us down. And uh, she keeps right, reading, and, and real quick, I was like, what? Old Dan? <laughs> I just started bawling in the back seat. I'm super embarrassed. And because uh, I'm like, well, the older brother, you know, I'm supposed to like lead by example here. And uh, so I'm like kind of hiding from my little brother. And for a second, I kind of like see what he's doing. I look over at him, and he's like fixedly staring out the window, facing me, away from me as much as possible. And his little shoulders are going. <laughs> And my dad started bawling. He had to pull over the car. We had a good old family cry. <laughs> and uh, man, I've been into it ever since then. And uh, I'll t that's probably all of that story I'll tell you. But I, wrote, I started writing this collection of short stories about eight years ago. 
And uh, at some point, I, I realized I had 60 of them. And um, I, thought that, I thought that 20 of them were pretty good. And I also thought the merch table needed another high-dollar item. Uh, so I self-published the book, and uh, it ended up getting picked up, and it's, given, it's kind of turned into a, it's a whole thing. Uh, and so to commemorate that, I, I wrote a song about it. And the song is called Book Nerd. And um, I actually wrote this song. I wrote this song for a, a, a lady I was trying to impress. I, I walked into a bar about a couple years ago. I walked into this bar, and I see this girl. She's sitting by herself, and she's reading. And I was like, hmm. That's the kind of person I'd like to get to know better. And... Uh, so I must have been staring at her or something because she looked up from her book and we made eye contact and she scowled. And I was like, whoa, that's hot. Woo! That's, this is my flavor. I don't know. You can't, can't explain these things, you know? So I, I just wrote the song to try to impress her. It did not work, but I like the song and I'm going to play it for you right now. Here we go. It's called Book Nerd and it's on the, on the, new, on the new record. Okay. The first time I met you, you told me your opinion of James Joyce. The second time I met you, you're reading a book by Tolstoy. You said happy families are all the same. Thank God mine isn't one of them. And I knew then that we'd be friends. <laughs> she was a book nerd. She had blonde hair with the paperback in her back pocket. Where she was, she was right there. She was a book nerd. La, 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 la. You like Jean Valjean when you stole my silver candlesticks. You like Elizabeth Bennett telling Mr. Darcy to stick it. But you almost gave me a heart attack when you told me the Kerouac was whack. And to kill a mockingbird is the worst book ever. I mean, how can you even say that? She was a book nerd. She had blonde hair with the paperback in her back pocket. Wherever she was, she was right there. She was a book nerd. She had blonde hair with the paperback in her back pocket. Wherever she was, she was right there. She was a book nerd. Okay. Mm. It's just a little, little song. It's one of those songs where the introduction is twice as long as the actual song. All right, speaking of that. Uh, okay, this is the last little bit of biographical information you, you have to know about me. And if you want to come see the long show, I'm cutting out all the really great songs. There's so many songs I want to play and I can't. Okay, but I am playing here tomorrow night. Uh, and my friends, Dan and Sheila, and we have six spots left. And if you want to come talk to me, I'll be right over there. You radio people, I don't know, you're kind of SOL. Uh, so uh, after this book got published, it opened some doors for me. So I spent about a year writing a television show, and we wrote it based on the book, and we wrote it to star me, because apparently that's the kind of yanger I am. And uh, so uh, I started having these, we spent a long time on it, writing this thing out. Uh, wrote the show Bible, they call them, the scripts for the first several episodes. It ran to about 80 pages started having these meetings with, with producers in LA and Atlanta. And to my surprise, they didn't like laugh me out of the office. They were like, well, I don't know, there's something here, kid. Let's stay in touch. And then I got real nervous. I was like, man, I better find out if I can act. 
because I had never done that before. And uh, so I joined an acting studio in Nashville and uh, ended up like changing my life, man. I didn't realize this, but I really love actors and I love the whole filmmaking thing. And part of that's because I've been uh, doing this, this folk singing thing for about 15 years and it's been great. I'm so grateful. Like, you know, there's enough people on planet Earth that like my songs that I can do it for a living. And that's, that's, uh, that's humbling and encouraging. And I'm, I'm, I'm super, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, I do get a little sick of it being about the old corporator all the time. Uh, and I can remember this one time I opened for Willie Nelson in, in, in Seattle. There's about 5,000 people there and this outdoor show. And I'm like, you know, like, thank you, Willie Nelson, coming up. People are like, woo. And I'm like, <laughs> it was like the bis- biggest show I'd ever played in my life. And I'm like, walk backstage. <laughs> and, and there's nobody there except one of Willie's roadies. And I was like, but I had to high-five somebody. I'm like, <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, it's a good, it's a good set, man. And I was like, <laughs> there's something wrong with this picture. And uh, anyway, so like the filmmaking thing, it takes so many people to do it. It takes, it's such a, col- it's essentially a collaborative effort, you know, the actors and the director and the writer and whatever. But there's uh, also the grip and the gaff and the guy who holds the weird microphone and the people that do the makeup and the people that get the catering. And the first time I was on a film set and there were 65 people there and everyone was doing their little job to try to make this one thing as good as possible. I was like, man, I, I was moved, and I was like, I want to do, that's something I want to be part of. So uh, in that time, I've also, I got all this, I got an agent now, and I've been in a bunch of stuff, and I got this whole acting side gig, which I like about a lot, and you check out my website. <laughs> anyway, uh, but in that, during that time, I realized no one's going to give me half a million dollars for the pilot of my TV show, uh, which is fine. I don't need to be a TV star, but I do like making stuff with my friends. And so I adapted this long-form show into a, a web series that I could shoot for a fraction of the budget in Nashville, where I live. And we started doing this last summer, and it's like, it's a real thing now. It's like, I'm, I'm, it's changed my life. And I, so the show is called Morse Code. And it's about a smart but dumb folk singer who's trying to make good music without alienating everyone around him. And when the show opens, he's doing a bad job of all of it. It's pretty funny. And the heart of the show is about the relationship between uh, this guy, the main character played by (laughs) and uh, his 10-year-old daughter, and uh, played by this amazing actress named Maggie Schneider. And um, we just... The third episode just came out last week. We're shooting the next episode next month. You can watch all of this on my website, corbylinker.com. And we're paying for it with my lucrative folk singing career and uh, a thing called Patreon, which is a crowdfunding thing that's a subscription-based thing, and you pay for it like $1 a month or $500 a month or somewhere in between. And for that, you get first dibs on all the stuff I make, which is a lot of stuff. And uh, there's no real incentive to do that because I will eventually release it to everybody. But it's mostly for people who really believe in what I'm doing and want to be part of that. And there's probably four of you out there tonight or who knows, maybe a lot more. And I'm talking to you guys. You know who you are. Okay, so the other thing is that the, each episode has a brand new song. And uh, I'm going to play you the first... Every, every episode has a brand new song that comes out with it. And um, I'm going to play you the first song that came out with the first episode. And it really kind of captures the heart of what the song is about and what the, what the, what the show is about. Because I feel like Morse code 
It's about trying to communicate, right? We're all trying to communicate with each other, and everyone, it's hard. It's hard to express yourself to somebody in a way that they can understand. I think the world is full of this. And I also think that we're all trying hard to be understood. And there's something about that process that's very difficult for all of us. And that's what the show is about. And this song is called, If You Love Somebody. I can't hear you. I don't know what you haven't said. And it's nights like this, it seems obvious when we're sharing the same damn bed. And the way the moonlight hits your face almost takes my breath away as I watch you sleep in these tangled sheets, wondering what it's gonna take if you love somebody. If you love somebody. If you love somebody, let them know. Thanks so much. All right, this is the Corby Lanker theme song. 
I'm uh, contractually obligated to play this song every time I play a show. Otherwise, I get a strongly worded letter from the tiny ukulele players association of America. Man, those people are relentless. Uh, this song is about being okay with where you're at in life, wherever that is. And um, this has been so much fun for me to be part of. Thank you guys for having me here and for coming. It's been an awesome honor. I'll be over there after the show. And I'm um, throwing this one out to Bella tonight. <clears throat> this one's called My Little Life. Ain't got a steady job. Ain't got a smoking girlfriend. It's not really true anymore. Ain't got a fancy phone. Get my music from the FM. Ain't got a private jet. Ain't got a red Corvette. Ain't got a summer home. Just me in my apartment all alone. But that's just fine. My little life. My little life. My little life is mine. Mine, mine. Don't mind the cherry coke. I don't mind the country music. I don't mind the being broke. The money's just so I can use it. I like the sleeping in. I like the going to the movies. I got a few good friends. We like hanging out and doing nothing much at all. Do 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 do. My little life. Do 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 do. My little life, do 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 My little life is mine, 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 mine. Ooh. Good job, Corb. Thanks, Corb. Some days I go to the gym. Some days I go to the bar, <laughs> a lot more of those. Most days I wake up all alone, but that's just fine, but that's just fine. It really is my little life, do 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 my little life, do 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 my little life is mine, 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 my little life, do 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 my little life. <laughs> my little life is mine, 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 mine. It's all mine. That's my part of the gig. Thanks so much, you guys. Corby Linker. Thank you, Corby. So y'all still having a good time? All right. Well, they're stoking the campfire over here, so I think uh, we're going to be in for uh, still more treats before the evening is over. Just a reminder, we do Radio Live the first Thursday of every month here at the Museum of Commerce. It's live on the radio. Uh, on subsequent Thursday nights, we play the best of uh, previous shows. And it's also a television program that you can see on uh, several different venues. It's on... Uh, all that information somewhere here. Oh, it's on uh, Cox Cable, Channel 4 and 1004. It's on Mediacom uh, at, on Pensacola Beach, Channel 98. Spectrum in North Escambia County, Channel 98. AT&T U-verse, Channel 99. 
And it's on Monday nights at 6, Tuesday and Sunday nights at 7, and Fridays at 8. So lots of time, chances to watch the show. If you want to watch it on your own time, we have a YouTube channel, uh, WUWF Radio Live. And you can go and watch any of the programs that we've done in previous months and years uh, at your leisure. So you might want to do that. In the meantime, once again, Jonathan Bird and the Pickup Cowboys. Pick up Cowboy Show. Again, that's my friend Johnny Waking on the electric guitar over here. Mr. Austin McCall on the drums and the coconuts. It takes a big man to play the coconuts, ladies.
metal halide lights up the prairie night all the way out to the plains out on the low horizon the sunrise burns my eyes shining off of the tankers and the flatbeds hauling pipe we all need the money babe
Mike on the electric guitar. Well, thanks so much. I'd, I'd like to just recite a little poetry because I can see that you are a cultured people. And I have a haiku for the season. This is called Pest Control. <laughs> Japanese beetle on a wisteria bloom, I send you to hell. Thanks so much, y'all. We, we have albums, and I got a book of poetry, and got t-shirts uh, for sale and all that stuff. But mostly, I want you to sign the email list. If you want to know when we're going to be back around, when we're going to be wherever you are, sign the email list, and you'll know. Trying to follow us on social media is like just chaos in a wind tunnel of craziness. It's crazy. But uh, if, it, if you get signed the email list, I'll send you the email. You get the email. I don't know if you read the email, but you'll get it. And we like that. And uh, we love playing Radio Live, and thanks for having us back again. I don't know how many times this is. It's really wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we'll dedicate this song to y'all. Thanks so much for work. You work hard, and you make things happen. You raise money, and you spend a lot more time raising money than you do actually doing the show. And we appreciate how hard you work on it. This is for you. It's called Do You Dream.
face the music and cope with the crowd but stand out somewhere and look at the clouds a fact of the matter and fair and square a straightforward and honest you got to dream like you can no fair to the midland my fair weathered friend but don't fall between two stools you're the friend of a friend a falling head over heels like i did for you a ride over backwards and into the truth when i call another one I'll chase one down for you. We're on another ride, a carnival for a few friends. To see things like they should be, and stand up on our could be, and dream, dream. Crosscut song. My name is John the Bird. Austin McCall on the drums, the pickup. No boys. Thanks, y'all. Jonathan Bird and the pickup cowboys. Thanks to all our artists tonight. Thank you for being a great audience. Radio Lab is a production of WUWF Public Media at the University of West Florida. Our technical director and broadcast mix master is Mr. Dale Regal. Our house sound is engineered by Tom Skinner. Master control this evening is being masterfully controlled by Bob Barrett. Our videographers are Teresa Clark, Corbin McCoy, and Chuck Dunlap. Our video director is Quentin Williams. Our house managers are Trish Allison and Jenny McKeon. Our stage manager is everybody's favorite Jewish mother, Enid Siskin. This is Pat Crawford reminding you to keep your mind on your driving, your heart on the coast, and your dial on public radio. Good night and safe travels, everyone. <laughs>